Hello guys and gals, how you doing? Today I'll be talking about an awesome way to start your free podcast, and I mean free, no catch, no gimmicks. It's totally free, easy to edit, easy to record, and easy to promote and monetize your podcast. It's called Anchor.fm, and I highly recommend you guys and gals, check it out, and start your own podcast, let your voice be heard. And also, don't forget to listen to Wild Dog Podcasts, and tell them that I sent you and that you hear it from me. So you get more people to join Anchor.fm. You will not be disappointed because they will also put your podcast in other platforms and then make it very, very much easier for you. Have a great day, everybody. Hey, guys and gals. Today we're going to be talking about the movie Hellraiser 3, Hell on Earth. And you know what? There is some, some nah, some, a bit of, like 50-50, I would say. Like 50% probably hate this movie, and 50% like me as a fans of this movie. Um, I like this movie. I never see nothing wrong with it. I mean, come on, you got Doug Bradley's pinhead, same as before. Difference is his character is on Earth. He's on the real world now, and um, I like the cinematics. They were all cool and shit. You know what I'm saying? Well, let's get to the point. You got the beginning of this movie, and by the way, this is actually another true sequel to Hellraiser. If you think about it, one, two, three, three followed two, which, which I didn't even know. It's been so, been a while I saw this part, but I know I did enjoy it. And of course, part four and on um, part six. But anyway, let's get to the point. Um, the movie follows this guy. He went to like this art museum or something. And he saw the pillar of souls. The if you saw the twist ending for Hellraiser two, with the soul coming out, with the pillar of soul coming out of the bed, well, that's what he brought. So he brought that. And meanwhile, you get another story with this lady, who's like a female reporter. You know, she's kind of like down on her, down on her luck. Like she wants to do better stories, better angles, pretty much. So that was like her situation. That's the one get something better. Um. Which I can relate to, by the way. Yeah. Anyway, suddenly a woman and this guy in the hospital bed comes rushing to the hospital. Right, and all the doctors, the guy is like, like he's dying or something. Like he's all bloody and shit. He got chains coming out. He got chains laying on the ground. And the reporter seeing this, she said, "Yo, what's going on?" And he started talking to the girl, like, "What's happening to this guy?" And when she go into the operation, up about to go to the operating room. She saw the guy, all the chains blew up. So that kind of kind of curious, like, what the hell's going on? And she wants to do a story on it. So she met up with the girl that she met in the hospital, have a stay with her, you know, do some investigation about what's the situation about, you know. And she realized it leads up to the guy from the beginning of this movie who brought the pillow of souls. So anyway, once she finds her investigation, you know, like, who who this guy is and about the girl how how the girl helps her out help I mean help her out excuse me all the pillow soul thing about the cube and stuff it leads up to a story with Christy 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 right every sudden like from the first the character from the first and second movie and she's just on a videotape with her and that's the videotape with Christy talking about she saw demons from the box you know so it gets really curious and the girl who's staying with us showed her the box that the 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 guy touched that 
the guy took the box out the pillow so the chains came out that's how he got it so as the movie progressed you know you got the guy who brought the pillow so um he saw like a hole he knew the cube was missing he reached his hands in it he got bit by a rat blood spilled on the pillow so as the movie progressed he made up with his golden club stopped making out with her and Pinhead finally woken up from his pillow and then the girls started arguing when the guy, the guy in the club used her and was like, I don't want to get the hell out. So that's when Pinhead finally make his, makes his move, get the chain, in her flesh, and he came to life a little bit and tell the guy, you know, he, he uses, like, his persuasive skills, excuse me, to talk to the guy, like, hey, I can show you the world much more, you know, help me out. And as I progress, now you got to go, who's living with the reporter, decided like, you know, thank you, he tells, tells the reporter, oh, thank you for being nice, pretty much, you know, for letting me stay, because the reporter wanted to stay to get back on feet, you know, and then the guy, her boyfriend, who was the club, who brought the pill, so calls her, tell her, you know what, come on over, you know, I want to see you, the girl did not want to see him, so Pinhead had his powers, you know, like, like using his mind, tricking her that the reporter had won her in the first place. So the girl ended up going to the boyfriend's, her ex boyfriend's place in the club, because the boyfriend is going to use her to, to be another victim for Pinhead. And then this stuff began backfired, and Pinhead started killing the guy from the club. And then Pinhead finally comes out of the pillow of salt, which means he's on Earth now, while you got the reporter who's having another vision that she steps into a reality world where she met. The humans, the human pinhead, the human version of himself. So the girls in in, 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 in like in the world of limbo, when the human pinheads are telling her like, you know what, you have to stop pinhead, you know, stop my, but stop his demonic self from, from taking control of Earth, you know, with his centibites pretty much. So now the girl have to go to the club with the with the box and face pinhead one on one. And Pinhead trying to get the box off the girl, the girl's on the run, with these Cinnabites coming after her. And then when she needs to open the box to send Pinhead back to hell, send him back in the box pretty much. Um, when you thought she won, Pinhead kind of play a mind game, sent her to the world of her vision when she was in flowers. She seen her, her dead father, and Pinhead kind of tricked her, you know, but it wasn't her father, it was really him. And he got the box, he looked like he was making, ready to make the girl into a Cinnabite, and um... The, the human pinhead, the goat, the human pinhead, Doug Bradley himself, his character, comes out, talks to his demonic self, and as he goes inside pinhead, as he has to go inside his body, to like to try to take control, pinhead one, and then I don't know it, the human pinhead inside of him, the demonic pinhead face changes to the human pinhead, telling the girl, the poor girl, hey, you know, like pretty much send me back to hell. This is it. Do it now. And you know, go trying to open the box, and the box transform into the um the tr the pyramid shape that she saw in Hellraiser 2, and he pretty much, she pretty much stabbed Pinhead, and pretty much Pinhead's gonna go back to hell. And um, also, when you see the end of the movie, like the cube in the cement, you see a whole building kind of like shaped like the cube, like the like the cube box, like the architect of the building. The walls of the building, the ceiling of the building, pretty much, and that, and that's when you see that ending scene kind of builds up to Hellraiser 4 Bloodline. When you see Hellraiser 4 Bloodline, which will be my last review, my next review and my final review of this franchise, because I already reviewed this whole market sequence first. 
So um, I'll talk more about that in the next segment. Anyway, peace, guys. See you later. And Hellraiser 3, Hello and All. Still enjoyed it. Must see.